Welcome back to Conservative Conversations. I'm your host, Reed. And I'm Frank. Today we're going to be talking about a few new entries into the Republican race for president in 2024. And we're going to be talking about the dark reality of Joe Biden's green dreams. So let's talk about it. All right, folks, before we get started, I want to remind you to subscribe and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. You can also subscribe and leave a comment on our YouTube channel. We'd love to hear from you. To start it off, we're going to be talking about uh, a couple new entries into the Republican primary race for president. Um, most recently, uh, first it was Tim Scott uh, about a week ago as we record on May 29th. He joined the race. Uh, he held a uh, an event in Charleston, South Carolina, because he's the senator, uh, one of the senators from South Carolina. And then... Just a couple days after that, um, Ron DeSantis finally made his announcement on Twitter, of all places, and that uh, that did not go so well. Was that live? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, it was, it like, was in the interview with uh, Elon, Elon Musk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a bunch of technical issues. Um, okay, yep. I did see about that, yep. Yeah, and... Um, so it's finally official. Uh, you know, we've been waiting, it seems like, several months for uh, Ron DeSantis to make his announcement. Now he finally has, and uh, it almost seems like the race is officially on, but of course it's, it's been on. Uh, but I learned, Well, and in some ways okay. you might say it's not on yet. Sure. It's just going to heat up. Yeah, it's getting just getting started. Um, but yeah, you might say it's been... It's, you might say it's always on anymore. <laughs> Right, because it almost seems like everything's once, political. Yeah, once one election cycle ends, they get ready for the That's next exactly one. That's exactly right. And grudges don't die. Yep. But I learned uh, there's um, uh, a candidate whose name kind of went under the radar uh, for the Republican Party. Uh, it's Larry Elder. Uh, I did not know he had um, put his name into the race. Because uh, I had went and tried to find a, a list of uh, candidates who have officially announced. Uh-huh. Um, and I was able to find one from, I think it's pronounced Axios.com. Yes, yeah. yeah. And let's see, what do I got here? From the Republican primary party, we of course have uh, Donald Trump, uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, who I recently learned from Cincinnati, Ohio, which I didn't know. Um, let's see. Uh, Tim Scott, of course, uh, we just mentioned. Asa Hutchinson, who's uh, the former governor of Arkansas. Uh, Larry Elder. And then um, there's a couple names uh, that people think still might jump in. Um there's Glenn Youngkin, the governor of uh, Virginia. Um, uh, Mike Pence. Uh, Chris Christie. Uh, Chris Sununu, who's the governor of New Hampshire, uh, I believe. Yes, New Hampshire. And then the Miami uh, mayor, um, Francis Suarez, who I just heard on a interview um recently on the 
uh, Fox News Rundown podcast. And uh, he seems to be a pretty interesting uh, candidate, so I wouldn't mind keeping my eye on him. Getting to know him a little better. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting, Sununu. That's a name. That's a good name, first of all. I will tell you that. And if you remember the old Charles Krauthammer, mm-hmm. he used to reference Sununu a lot. You know, I think he's a good guy. I link the two together. It's the names, you know, mm-hmm. the, the names. There's a time period sure. associated. There's history there. And I think Sununu would be a good one. Now, the only thing I think with all of these, mm-hmm. Glenn Youngkin and above, even Larry Elder, I might even say especially Larry Elder, is, yeah, there's some name recognition to these people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think less so in Sununu's case, just like, you know, I think it takes a certain amount of people to know Krauthammer. Sure. Um, to even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, I think... Larry Elder, who's from California, mm-hmm, right. failed there, didn't mm-hmm. he? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, he tried to run for governor. Um, I think it was yes. in the not. I don't think it was an official election. It was that recall, it was like a yeah, yeah, the exactly. recall election. Yeah, yes. But what I'm trying to say though is that was almost like a bid for national attention in a way. Mm-hmm. If you'll allow me to say sure. it. And this is almost like the follow-up. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't seem like a strong candidate to me. Right. I don't think so either. I don't think any of them do. Glenn Youngkin, I mean, in certain ways, sounds like a dream candidate. Mm-hmm. But if he, I don't think he's getting out of Pennsylvania. And he, I think he should stay in Pennsylvania. He belongs in Pennsylvania. That's a real battleground, you know, battlefront you might say, mm-hmm. battlefront when it comes to the elections. It uh, would, it's Virginia, but yes, yeah, same thing applies. I'm sorry. That's excuse right. me. I'm sorry. I'm probably mixing up my people. I just have a little jotted down list That's I just right. wrote out here. So I'm probably am getting a little confused there. But you know what I'm saying, yeah. though. You know, these people have name recognition, but I don't think they can go all the way. Right. And now somebody like a Tim Scott even. Mm-hmm. I think that's a step above, and sure. I think st- somebody like a Tim Scott. I hope and pray we've talked about it on the channel yeah, before. Yeah, just last last episode. I'd love a Tim Scott. Mm-hmm. I I love Tim Scott. I mean, I'm totally with the guy. But well, and I'll say this: I think somebody like him has a little more teeth mm-hmm. than somebody like a Larry Elder, right? Right. Because the one won, mm-hmm. and the one lost. Yeah. Uh huh. You get what I'm saying? Right. And one has shown his political success compared yes, to the other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And one, you would actually say, answers to the edict of the people mm-hmm. or whatever, though. Right. You know. So that's interesting to me, but I still don't even think of Tim Scott, even though he's a step above, I think. Mm-hmm. I still think even Tim Scott, okay, he might have more teeth, he might have more of a standing, more of a chance. Right, more of a prayer, however you want to put it. I still don't think he's going to perform as well as like a Trump on the national scale. Mm-hmm. There's just no way, right? No way, none. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think so either. Because um, the he's not one of those senators that's often in the news. I mean, 
if you if you follow politics closely enough, you probably de- you definitely you probably, have some yeah. name recognition. But the general public, I don't think, really no would have the same. Tim amount. Scott, yeah, no way. I mean, that's what I'm banking my whole the last thing I just said off mm-hmm, of right. is he might have some. I even say he has a better chance. Some might even be better known. Larry Elder, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what's the population of California and the surrounding states to California versus wherever Tim Scott's from, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You're talking about, and he's a radio king, Larry Elder. Come mm-hmm. on. He got his message out. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think even Tim Scott as the best ambassador he could ever be. I don't think he's going to even have the same reach. Mm-hmm. As the loser Larry Elder did. And I don't mean to beat up on Larry Elder. Mm. I actually think he could take it. Sure. So I'm not trying to be unkind. Right, I gotcha. Yeah, um, but this, uh, the mayor of New not New York, shoot, <laughs> Miami, um, I'll try to see if I can get a link to that episode and put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I like him. He's, uh, um, like I said, the mayor of Miami, and they've been having... A lot of growth. Um, quite a few tech companies have moved down there. Um, Miami's crime has been going down. Business has been going up. Um, so he seems to be doing pretty good there. And uh, he's definitely going to be able to help pull the Hispanic vote, which already has been increasing in the Republican Party. But it'd be good to you know, increase it some more, especially if... yeah. For the roots to grow deeper. Right, if you got a good representative like like him. That's how it should be, though. Mm -hmm. Community, you know, you dig those roots, you grow those roots. That's how that's families, that's structure. That's that's how government should be. Right, organized and logical. Mm -hmm. And it almost seems like he could have a really good shot at connecting with voters as a mayor. Even though he might not have his good name recognition, if he can get out and really hit the ground doing the, the real hard politicking, you know he's he's already close to the people as a mayor compared to these senators and you know even the governor uh, Ron DeSantis himself because he's got the whole state that he's trying to listen to and right uh, you know conflicting wants and needs on various levels. Um, whereas the mayor, you know, he's, you know, closer to directly representing the people. Uh, but it's a smaller base. Right, yeah. But yes, I, I know exactly. So I think he's someone to keep an eye on, and his name was Francis Suarez. Suarez. Yep. I wrote it down. Sounds pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to see if I had any other comments. Uh, um, I don't know, I think that's about us it's good to see the field growing my original plan to talk about today was i've wanted to dig further into comparing um the primary candidates to the parties going back a couple elections because in the last episode we talked about how it seems like there's always more republican candidates than democrat candidates i wanted to try to follow up on that and see how accurate it was uh but it wasn't uh, easy just to find the info I wanted to find. You know, it's just a simple list of the primary candidates. Um, so I ended up having to switch gears. But that's something I might have to take more time and make well, a little project out of. I bet we could research of. that together if you wanted to. Sure. 
And, and especially if the people found it interesting, yeah, you know, definitely. you guys could comment. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in a deep dive. Yeah, then we'll definitely a do sort it. Sort of foray into the library, down mm-hmm. into the archives, and you know, right? Do some re- some real research. Yes, research yeah. on yep. that topic. That'd be interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> well. If I were going to try to transition into my next topic, well, I mean, were you ready for that? Yep. We'll go okay. For it. Well, then I'd probably just try to pick it, piggyback off what you're saying and say, you know, who they're going to be facing in the, you know, obviously after the primary, but in the general. I'm RFK sure it'll be Jr. Biden. Who? <laughs> I said RFK Jr. RFK Jr., yeah. Right. I'm joking. <laughs> Because I think he has actually officially announced he's running for the Democrat Party. I'm sure he did. It's that season. <laughs> Time to start fundraising. Yep. What do they call it? St- ground stomping? Yeah, or whatever. hitting the stump. Whatever they say. <clears throat> yep. So, um, you know, Biden. Yeah. He's going to be out there uh-huh. campaigning. They're running against him in a way. Yeah. I mean, in a way, I just want to caution... All of them and say, you know, we ought to be able to find harmony and just put somebody forward. And not bloody ourselves, but go bloody him because he's an easy target. Yeah, he seems like he would be. We right. ought to be able to just get behind somebody. Anyway, there's an article out by the Daily Caller that says it's calling Biden's position on these new critical, what they're calling critical mineral supplies you know mm-hmm. for his green agenda and everything to make these batteries to make these hybrid cars to make these mm-hmm. windmills whatever right he needs all these minerals and everything right yeah and they're calling it a dr jekyll and mr hyde approach because in one way he's saying you know we're not going to drill on american soil we're not going to ruin the green economy mm-hmm And they also couple all the manufacturing stuff with these demands that everybody needs to be green. They need to not manufacture, Mm -hmm. well, you know, not produce X volume of carbon carbon dioxide Uh, and whatever and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And uh, meanwhile, these foreign countries just do whatever the hell they want. And we buy all our stuff from them. All the stuff that's in your cars, all the stuff that's in these batteries, all the stuff that's in your LED cell phone. I mean, we've known it for years. The reporting's been out there for years. Mm-hmm. Right. Strip mining, whatever. What's here in my notes? Lithium and cobalt. This critical mineral supplies. Do you know how you get those critical minerals? You get them out of the earth. They're called rare earth elements. Yeah. And you send little children down into mines to go get them. In some cases. Yeah. In other cases, you send huge machines that belch horrible amounts of carbon mm-hmm. dioxide up into the air. Probably more than, probably, I mean, what, a million Priuses worth right. to make you a Prius. Right. Well, it's, I mean, one of the arguments uh, against electric vehicles for quite a while has been it to, to make the electric vehicle you cause more pollution than you're, you're going to save. Right. So, it, yeah, that's nothing new. Well, I also think it's interesting. I have it queued up right here. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me, when Biden first went in, I think it's actually literally one of the first things he did. I'm just going to, I'm about to read it. Sure. 
But when he went and he did this Made in America thing, it was an executive order. I'm going to read you the number. And it basically did nothing. Nothing at all. And there's a PDF. It's going to be linked in the show notes where you can actually look up what it takes to comply with the Made in America standard. Mm -hmm. It's arbitrary and capricious. (laughs) All right. Which is a legal term to say complicated and unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. So this is the Made in America, what do you call it, executive order. The president believes that when we spend American taxpayers' dollars, it should be, I'm sorry, it should support American workers and businesses. In his first week in office, President Biden signed Executive Order 14005. Ensuring that the future is made in America by all of America's workers, launching a whole of government initiative to strengthen the use of federal procurement to support American manufacturing. To continue building on these implementation efforts and ensuring these ambitious goals aren't just talk but action, the executive order established the creation of of the Made in America office within the White House of Office of Management and Budget, or OMB. And that's it? That's literally all it says. It does not tell you what it does. Made in America, it does not tell you where its budget comes from. It actually literally just says that he created a new government office Uh within another office. The OMB, the Office of Management and Budget. Uh-huh. He created a new office. Yep. That's what the executive order does. Then, to actually see what's governing, what he's talking about, because you know how they all just talk about mm-hmm. stuff. There actually is something. There's a there's a PDF. Hang on. I, can, I have it queued up right Oh, I did. Sorry, I lost it. There's a PDF called Complying with... The Made in USA standard that's put out by the FTC. The FTC. The Federal Trade Commission. Uh, yeah. Interesting. There's a Made in USA standard. So, it already exists. Mm-hmm. And this whole, we're going to buy American Made, well, it doesn't make sense. Because if you look at what strategically we're relying on, we're buying these chips, which takes silica, mm-hmm. gold, these rare earth minerals that mm. we're talking about neon right we're t- all this stuff yes exactly uh-huh. see you're really hitting on something there that we've talked about before yep we're in wars over these precious minerals mm-hmm. right i mean i think that's really hard hitting that's it's almost ridiculous the made in america it only harms america you know as it's implemented now right because we could be totally what did what were we under trump we were totally energy efficient uh, yep. energy efficient and what flows from that if you're energy efficient you're probably all kinds of efficient, efficient yeah because you need energy to do anything just like the yes. body the body needs exactly all oh, but to function that almost gets biblical to speak of the body uh-huh i'm just saying sure I won't take it further. But you when you talk about health, right? Yes, yeah, see I mean it's linked. It's it's a very important thing to think about. Mm-hmm. How are we going to have a healthy economy, mm-hmm. a healthy society, mm-hmm. a healthy government, a healthy world, right? 
Yep, we need access to energy, and the harder you make it to access it, you know, you either... Wouldn't that just like the Democrats? Uh-huh. I mean, I thought of this earlier. I hate to interrupt you, and I hope sure. I didn't. that's okay. But it's almost like sometimes I feel like Republicans get in trouble for making private contracts with people. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be scandalous because it was their brother's uncle's cousin or something. They're all related. Uh-huh. They all it was an it was an inside job. Right. But I was thinking about that, and isn't it kind of baked into the cake that a Republican or a conservative would go for a private contract? Whereas, what do the Democrats do? It's all government stuff. They're ballooning mm-hmm. all the time, ballooning, ballooning, growing, growing the government. Mm-hmm. And isn't that its own kind of? Do you see what I'm saying? familial relationship i mean when the post office is related to the air force is related to the white house is related Mm -hmm. to you see what i'm saying when they're all related to each other and they all dwell on the same budget right yeah essentially they all exist to serve one another and keep growing yeah it's the same concept wouldn't you say yeah right Right, off the record. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, where your original thing was the minerals, China Joe. Um, yeah, minerals, China Joe. How do we get to what? What were we just talking about? Uh, we sort of went into energy. How we needed energy. Yeah. Um. When how they're totally hypocrites. Yeah. That's kind of I'm hitting around all about that because of the green dreams. We want to bring it back to that okay. because they're trying to do the green energy stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's all a lie. I think I even have a quip. You can't hide. Uh, hang on. No, I don't. Well, you can't hide. I don't know. We'll just see. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of how to bring it back. Uh, um, uh, let me think. I don't know. What if I just take over? Because I've kind of been on a okay. Rant. Right, go ahead. So what if I just say? So I hate to go backsliding on myself. But the point of what I've been talking about is about these green dreams and how they don't mix with what's actually been going on. Right. It would be more beneficial. You could take more steps to their sort of green dream mm-hmm. if you funded it properly, if you did it properly. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's like they're bankrupting the whole country right. on the Green Deal when we have pro- prosperity on tap right and all we have to do is open the flow right yeah exactly i mean i don't know how many times people have to uh couch their comments by saying of course we all want a a clean environment because it's true i don't know anybody that's seeking to intentionally dirty up the earth i mean sure there might be some people because that's just the way the world is but dupont sure um but the average person wants a clean environment, but where you're not getting your clean environment, rip, ripping out all these minerals that you got to go get to supposedly reach your clean environment. I mean, maybe in due time when we have better technology to extract the minerals, that's cleaner, sure. But right now, one of the cleanest things we got, we have nuclear, which is no carbon emissions, but... People are afraid of nuclear uh, energy. And then you have fracking, which is uh, shown to reduce carbon emissions. But they don't like that because it's 
has to do with natural gas and oil, and you can't do that. It's fossil fuels. It's dirty. But that's what that's the most abundant resource that we can produce the cleanest at the moment. And they don't want to bother using it just because they have these big, as you keep, keep calling them, green dreams of how mm-hmm. the environment should be. But it's all nonsense. Well, and it's not... Well, it's another one of those where I think the environment's really been, you know, sort of politicized. tweaked. Well, tweaked and politicized mm-hmm. over the years. I mean, they've certainly done things with agriculture, with climate. They've mm-hmm. messed around, you know. Sure. A lot of things have come out of Pandora's box. I'm not sure what opened it, but a lot of things have come out, you know. Mm-hmm. And they've played with agriculture and GMOs, you know. That whole thing's a... A real rabbit hole. Right. I don't know that it has to do with what we're talking about, so we don't have to talk about it. But there's a real rabbit hole there. Yeah, uh, definitely is. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely not surprised to see, you know, in in pursuit of green energy that they're actually not actually pursuing green energy. Much like a lot of the Democrat policies, what they're quote-unquote intended goal is yeah are antithetical to what they actually do right what they go out and do in Mm -hmm. reality yeah more harm than help right well is that all you got on china joe china joe yep well uh well earlier when you mentioned china joe it made me think that somebody should do a parody song um i believe it's the doobie brothers they got China Grow. China Grow. Yeah, China Joe. Uh, I don't really know the words to the song, or else I... I, I, I know, it. that's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> but uh, anyway, my... Oh, China Joe, China Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next topic kind of goes back to uh, talk about Ron DeSantis uh, and how there are some... Other candidates, uh, Republican candidates that are um, attacking Ron DeSantis from the left on a particular issue, which is um, the issue regarding the Reedy Creek District in Florida, which is um, where Disney is located, basically. Mm. And the most recent person, certainly not the only person to say something that I heard anyway, was uh, Mike Pence. And one of the main criticisms, and I guess I better kind of explain what's going on. Um, Well, last year, um, uh, the Florida State Legislature and Ron DeSantis put forward and signed the um, Parental Rights and Education Bill, or as the left might tell you, and it's misleading, it's called the Don't Say Gay Bill. I'm sure people might. I like hate it. that. Yes, um, we're not really gonna get into why that's a misleading, but because um, I'm sure we talked about well, it in the past. The episode. biggest thing, if if you don't sure, mind, go for it. Go is for that it. it doesn't say that right anywhere. <laughs> right. I get. Yeah. It. The bill has nothing to do with people. Nope. Being able to or not being able to say gay. Um, well, even the the whole concept. Don't say gay. Don't talk about gay. Uh-huh. Whatever. What's implied doesn't even apply. Right. I'm sorry. I have a coworker who sure. feels this way, so I've thought about this before. I'd love to argue it with her, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would be beneficial. We have to work together. 
Right, of course. Our political opinions don't have anything to do with anything. Right. So I've never said this. But I would like to because I think it's preposterous. Right. She really believes the headlines Mm -hmm. don't say gay. Right. And she knows that too. Mm -hmm. For me to point this out to my coworker, my equal, that the bill doesn't say that Mm -hmm. wouldn't mean anything to her because she totally still believes all the hype Mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. And I think it's terrible that yeah. they can uh, claim that. Yeah, and they've got don't away say with gay it. when who can you name one conservative who has said shh don't shh don't <laughs> don't do it no shh oh they did it right who it doesn't even make sense right it doesn't make any sense the don't say gay. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. I had to just say something sure. about it. It doesn't make any sense. No problem. But don't say gay. In in response to only this, a liberal would come up with that. Of course. <laughs> but in response to this, uh, Disney, uh, I don't know exactly which person. It might have been the CEO at the time, or just some spokesperson. But um, anyway, some corporate figure at Disney or the corporation itself, however you want to see it, decided to speak out against this the bill and uh, a lot of people had a problem with that and what caused Ron DeSantis to want to remove their special uh, district which I'll kind of explain here in a minute right is because the the bill is about parental rights and education it's in the name right it has nothing to do with Disney right so in this case Disney is clearly speaking out as like a, a political actor and uh, no? you might say an interested party okay sure well yeah i guess that's a better way to say because they're not politicians when well, plus direct. it doesn't it doesn't suggest what their motive is either right. sure it's uh, neutral to their position right that's that's more fair i'll go with that but anyway a lot of people felt that since you know this doesn't really have anything to do with Disney. They really shouldn't uh, shouldn't be you know trying to influence the people because I'm sure a lot of people think well you know Disney's a good good wholesome family company and if if they have a problem with this bill that the governor's pushing well, surely there might be something wrong with it and um, so it made Ron DeSantis want to take away their special tax district which I. I can definitely agree with um, it being uh, explicitly a political move, but part of the argument is that uh, Disney's the only place that has this special. Well, and that's why you would understand, right? But otherwise, and I love how you set it up. Otherwise, you wouldn't expect this because you know Cedar Point. I think is in Sandusky. Mm-hmm. Just to use that as an example. Mm-hmm. And I doubt that they control the town of Sandusky. Or mm-hmm. I doubt they have their own little fake town mm-hmm. within Sandusky mm-hmm. that they right. control right. or whatever. So this is like a unique situation right. and is actually kind of illogical. And I can tell you, <clears throat> just to simplify everything... If you were to look at it from a tax point of view, mm-hmm. it should be taxable to the state. Yep. 
and the federal government and all the rules and regulations mm-hmm. therein and thereupon, right. et cetera, and et cetera. All the jurisdictions, all the municipalities. There might even be locals. I mean, you know, how it's all defined right. and everything is interesting. Right. Um, well, I mean, the the angle that Ron DeSantis is being attacked from is that some, like Mike Pence and some other folks, have said that this is not small government of him. It's like actually being big government to go after Disney like this. What a way it is. Yeah. But it right. kind of goes back. I think, I mean, I don't want to argue for him. But I think this is almost a great example of why the government exists. Right. Something well, like that would be a good example. But to get back to the example, there's yeah. there's no other place that has this kind of special tax district. Like right. SeaWorld, Universal, right across the right, road, right, practically. Right. You might say land. it's like you might say it's like the DC of Florida. Right. Because <laughs> it like it literally is. They have it's the own town. I know it's like the Disney Channel right. in Florida or whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So to I think take away a special uh, benefit given to one corporation by the legislature ago, or government. Yeah, fifty years but ago. But see, all you have to do is specify what you're saying. Who was it given by? Right, the government. So who can it? Exactly. Who can take it away? <laughs> the government. But since since all these other theme parks, you know, don't have the same benefits, it's it's totally fair for the same government that gave it to them to take it away from them. And yet, as you know, I already mentioned, I would agree that is certainly a political move, and it was because I don't think it would be a thing if Disney didn't speak up. And uh, where I would more disagree with Ron DeSantis is if if it were a bill pertaining to theme parks and amusement parks that directly affected uh, Disney. Because then it almost is even more clear that they're voicing their opinions on something that affects them. And then, you know, Ron DeSantis says, oh, well, you're you're speaking out against this bill that affects you. We don't like your opinion on it. Bye-bye, your special district. I would definitely say that's more of an issue than the fact that Disney decided to speak up about an issue that didn't have anything to do with them. So I just kind of bring it back to the main point. I think it's kind of silly that some of these conservative Republicans are attacking Ron DeSantis, saying that this is not really small government of him, which... I think it makes sense. Right, I think it makes sense. I mean, I I can definitely, like I said a little bit ago, I can agree that it certainly appears to be sort of a, a big... Government type of I mean, of you move. have to remember, where did Too Big to Fail come from? Uh, the Democrats. It came from Obama. Uh-huh. It came from a time period. I'm oh, going okay. more for a time period. But it piggybacked right off of Bush. Mm-hmm. He started the bailouts before Obama even got to the table. Right. That's You can look that up. So you know what? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's all just... Big government games. Stacked. It's stacked against us. Yeah, it's all games. Yeah, that's well. It's all politics. <laughs> yeah, all, that's, that's politics is a big game. Yes, it is. But anyway, I I guess that's all I got on that. Uh, it's silly to me that you know you you think if these were good conservative Republicans, they would. 
being least, being in some agreement with Ron DeSantis on this issue, but I guess not. And that's all I got on that. You got another one more topic for us, I believe. Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, State Farm out in California, hmm. they just announced that they are not going to be issuing any new homeowner policies. They're not going to be accepting any new homeowner applications for insurance policies in the state of California. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. And it sort of has to do with what we were talking about before, in a way. The whole green economy has swept California. You know, they've mm-hmm. always been famous for energy issues in right. the first place. Uh-huh. And now, you know, the they claim that the climate is so poor. Mm-hmm. Wildfires are up. You know, all of this kinds of stuff. Everything's so dry. There's all these droughts and wildfires and everything. And they say that just because of inflation and the natural, you know, the pandemic and all the stuff that has happened recently, they say the cost of housing is up 25% over the last 20, uh, excuse me, over the last 10 years on aggregate. 25% over 10 years. And most of the effect has taken in the has been taken in the most recent years. Is that um, a national figure or California? Twenty five percent. This would be California. Okay. Hmm. This would be California <clears throat> because, I mean, the next quote that I have is it all has to do with this issue. This mm-hmm. comes out of California. This right. is a story okay. out of California, and State Farm is quoted as saying that this is. Excuse me. It is necessary to take these actions now to improve the company's financial strength. So this is State Farm saying Mm -hmm. we can no longer fund. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's basically mortgages Uh in California. It's getting too expensive to operate in that market. Oh, excuse me, not fund. Insure. We can no longer insure. Excuse me, I have to correct myself. What did you say? Um, I just said it's getting too expensive for them to operate in that market. Yes, but what's sad is, I mean, wouldn't you agree? It really doesn't make sense for them to just cut off California as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because California is like one of the 10 biggest economies in the world. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So why would, let me ask you, just friend to friend. Why would a private company that operates nationwide why would they cut off the state of california i don't know there's a lot of homes to be insured there doesn't it almost kind of seem or smell like a political stunt it does seem strange well it comes with a list of demands so Mm. does that how does that make you feel (laughs) state farm and the extortion business yeah that's what (laughs) it looks like i mean at least to this observer Uh uh-huh it sure appears that they're holding the state of California hostage. Hmm. And they're insisting that California pay for an insurance discount program. Hmm. And it's under the guise of wildlife safety because there's been unprecedented wildfires. And there's all this, you know, wildlife to look after. They're Mm -hmm. trying to preserve... The area, the people, 
Right. They're included. They've they've got to be preserved. Mm-hmm. These people, you get it. They've right. got to be preserved. They need help from the government. Right. I mean, maybe I don't know. It's interesting, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, I remember a sort of kind of related story. It was like maybe last summer or fall. Uh, there's been a couple of car insurance companies who said they're not going to insure certain models of vehicles because they're easily broken into. Yes. And I almost want to say there's some AG or DA in some city or state. I'd have to go yes. look it up. I, yeah. I might be misspeaking completely. Well, But I, I feel must... like somebody like that was going to try to sue the either the car companies for making their cars so easily break-inable or... The insurance companies for not covering the cars, something like that. Well, listen, I almost want to misspeak and talk about the same kind of thing. I remember when they were going through like Missouri or mm-hmm. whatever in some of those big cities, and they were trampling cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and remember, they were doing the smash and grabs on businesses, breaking the business windows, yeah. graffitiing. Mm-hmm. They were doing horrible stuff to the businesses. And so I believe... We can look this up. I mean, it's as easy as you Googling it for yourself, people. You right. know, you don't have to hold us as the God's honest truth or anything. Right. But I remember it almost being like a nocturne, if you remember mm-hmm. from World War II study. What? Not nocturne. I don't think it was nocturne. What is it? Glock? Whatever. They call it the night of glass. That's what it is in English. The night of oh. glass. You can just Google that. Mm-hmm. And it's the night where the Nazis. Yeah, uh, what's I don't think face? you can even say that word. Um, That's probably going to demonetize us or whatever. I don't think I can say that word. The actor turned governor, not Reagan, uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, it was after January 6th, he made some kind of video comparing that to the oh, event you're speaking about. What is it? I can't. It sounds like, because German and English are pretty similar. It's like um, Glashnacht, something like that. Yeah, I would I would recognize what you're talking about if you if you said it. But yeah, I, I do know what event you're talking about, though. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can look at what happened in those Midwest cities mm-hmm. as the same kind of thing because they went around and just smashed and destroyed, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. The insurance record speaks for it itself. Mm-hmm, right. And it's almost like one of those things. It's, it's almost corrupt. Just like I'm saying, for these pe- poor people, let's say you were just about to buy a home in California. Mm-hmm. Now, statewide, no matter where you are, they're not going to sell you anything because stuff is so bad in California. Right. Do you hear how bad this policy is? Yeah, it sounds crazy. You're only going to hold out for the people who still have homes. Okay, well... Is there not any system in place that says that a new homeowner has to take in mm-hmm. this to account, take in that to account, build a fire safe home, build build it in a fire safe zone, uh, build it in got a, all that? It would make more sense in a way to build for the new buyer mm-hmm. to fund, excuse me, fund finance whatever to bet because the old homeowner almost seems more at risk. But see, they're doing it for the old. It's. Do you see how corrupt it is? They're not going to take on any new loans. No new money. They don't want to take in any new money. Right. How does that make sense? It definitely doesn't. Unless they're holding the government hostage. And the government is going to pay this. It's called an insurance discount program. 
That's what they want. They want an IDP, an insurance discount program for wildlife and safety to compensate. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I think so. Right. And it's only going to make the cost of living there even more expensive. And you've seen what kind of number, what kind of exodus there has been out of California. Mm-hmm. People have been fleeing California. Right, yep. And they're still following down this path. Right, yep. They're always talking about they need they need new, more affordable housing, but it takes forever. It costs so much. Yep. And now and it's now, going to cost even more because your insurance well, options just went down, and when there's less options, the prices usually go up. But I'm telling you, I think you're missing the point of how they're, they're holding the state hostage. There's going to be more to follow. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I believe it. I'm just adding to the, you know, that causes more problems than just that. Exactly. Exactly. They should have never, it goes back, we've covered it on this channel too, back in 2008, the housing crisis, they said, not the Republicans, Mm -hmm. but they said, don't leave your homes, just stay there. Mm -hmm. That kind of mentality has gotten into, us into everything that we're in right now just don't leave don't acknowledge it Mm -hmm. just keep taking out debt just keep doing it just keep we'll do it tomorrow kick that can kick it right that's the democrat it's like nike just do it just just democrat (laughs) just democrat just keep voting right yeah it's definitely a a screwy situation with uh state farm i mean it doesn't make any sense that they would just want to exit the market Unless either for, as, as you're kind of hitting that, possibly corrupt reason, or it really is just so uh, detrimental to their like profit margins or whatever that they just they can't operate there. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't make sense that they'd want to pull out other than one of those two reasons. I'm just getting into motive more than you are. Sure. I really am. Because they operate a nationwide business. And California is one of the global economies, mm-hmm. so they have to be making a power play. Do you see what I'm saying? There's really no mm-hmm. way around it, logically. They need that market. Well, I mean, I, it seems like they could also do this in other states. Well, we'll see if they do. What do you mean? They're just going to refuse to do business in all states? Well, New York pushes the same kind of policies. so it- But do you not understand what I'm saying? The stance that they're taking... It's truly just political. Right. Imagine if they did it. It's a true exercise of thought, of theory. Could, let's say I was a candle maker. Could I just say, but I'm not going to sell to, I'm a United States candle maker, but I'm not going to sell to any state. In the, I'm only going to, I don't think that would fly. I really don't think, do you get what I'm saying? I don't like, either. I don't, I'm just, I was being theoretical too. I mean, it, if it has to do with these green policies and being able to wield their power over stuff like that, yeah, with the home insurances or whatever they insure. Uh, well, that's why I even said it before. I don't think it's legal. I don't think that you can be required by the state to hold a policy and then be found. You get what I'm saying? Right. Let's say you're a homeowner. Mm-hmm. You just bought a... Let's, I don't know. 
there's going to be some people in the lurch, just like there always is. Right. In between when the law was filed with the bill, the bill was filed and the bill became law. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some people in the lurch who bought a home, you know, and now you're saying they can't be covered under insurance, but it's a legal requirement that they are covered under insurance. Uh-huh. So how do you get out of that catch 22? Well, uh, you can't get out of it if all the insurance places end up leaving. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's something to watch, isn't it? It's yeah. not decided. Right. And that's kind of what I was trying to say. It's, you know, make, we'll have to watch and see if this state, you know, State Farm or possibly any other insurance companies try to pull in stuff like this elsewhere. Well, the bar has been set. <laughs> that's, that's how I think about it. It's probably going to happen. Yep, seems like it. Well, is that all you got? Yes, sir. All right, I think that's uh, all the notes and stories I had. I thought this was a pretty good conversation. Definitely. Got got into some weeds and came back out of them. and uh, Maybe went back down in them again. Had a good adventure. Who knows? Yep. But that's a good conversation. Yeah, that's as we say before, the name of the show, Conservative Conversations. That's what we do. And we thank you for joining us. And um, remember that today is Memorial Day. So while you're having your burgers and your hot dogs and your beers, better not be Bud Light, be sure to remember the reason for the holiday to remember the sacrifices our military members have given for our freedom. And be sure. Oh, sounds like you were about to say something. Were you going to add something? Without this holiday... There wouldn't be any others. Right. Exactly. And be sure, if you liked what you hear, to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and you can also subscribe to our audios on YouTube. You can leave a comment and a like there and share the show. Best way to spread the word. And as always, thank you for listening.